0: This presidential election is like my dating life. No prospects. (laughs) Do you know what snaps my salary, though? Completely snaps my salary in half. The fact that no matter what social media I go on, even if I just open my phone, I'm getting ads to vote. And no matter where I go, did you vote? did you vote? Are you voting? Every ad on everything, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere I go, Spotify, everywhere. And then I have like friends that are like posting, oh, I voted. Make sure you vote. Celebrities telling me, make sure you vote. Like you telling me to vote, like you as a celebrity telling me to vote doesn't make me want to vote anymore. Like at the end of the day, that's like a personal choice, and I voted, but it's just like yeah, you Sawtzi or you Vin Diesel or Wendy Williams, you telling me to vote that makes me want to vote more. SNL telling me to vote that makes me want to vote even more. And then Friends, I voted early. Get out there, like I I know the deadline. I know the deadline in my sleep because it's been imprinted on my brain. And that is something I can't wait f- to end. I just can't wait for me to not have to open my social medias and see, vote, 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 Did you vote? Vote, vote, vote. Early voting. This isn't and that. And like, even on the social medias, they have like the tool to access voting. Like, I get it. And it's good for people who, you know, don't, you know, know what the process is. Because there are some people that don't you could just Google it. Like, I don't need social media shoving that down my throat. So, I don't love that. And it's just, it's just interesting because I don't care for politics. And I know, like, that's the whole, like, um, like, I, like, I, I understand it and I know it's important, yes. But I, you know, the most I can do is what I'm doing. And I just, it's funny to me, like, people are like, go vote, 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 vote. And it's like, if you're not voting for their candidate, they don't want you to vote. Like, my take on that is, like, go out and vote. And whoever you want to vote for, good for you. I'm not going to shove anything down your throat or tell you you have to do this. Like, go vote. And with me, there's no agenda behind, like, make sure you vote for this person or are you voting for this person? Like, you have a right to go vote and vote. You know, I just don't like if you're not voting for who these celebrities want you to vote for or who your friends want you to vote for, you shouldn't even vote. You know? So that's that's what I don't like. That snaps my celery. And honestly, I'm, I'm just like excited for this whole thing to be over because there's just like a lot of tension. And I just hope whoever wins, there's not a lot of violence on either side. These are my hopes. And I hope that one day... We can all walk in peace. And I I don't know if that's going to be in this generation. Sadly, I don't think so. But I really, I really hope. I really hope. So that didn't get off on such a funny note. So we'll move on to something funny here. But I just feel like, you know, that's happening. So might as well discuss that. Oh, but my last remark on that for me is just the better of two evils. Like, I don't know how you could go out and say, oh, I love this person. This is great. You know, like, some policies are good. But, and I think about it, like, if I were to get ran over by a lawnmower or something, neither of them would care. And my mayor probably wouldn't even care. So, yeah, I'm gonna sit here and have a fist fight with my aunt and kick my friend in the throat because of it, you know? I'm telling you, if a friggin' pear or passion fruit or potato... Decided to run, was able to be mobile and speak, I would probably vote for the broccoli. So I know people can say, that's not funny. You know, voting is, but I would. You want the truth? This is my podcast. If a friggin' vegetable or fruit ran, they would get my vote. So. And that's as far as I'm going to go with it because I despise talking about this, but it's coming up. So I said, let me just say my piece. So peace out, peace sign to that, to that conversation. Cause that's done. I already spent four minutes talking about that. So it's donezo, donezo. So let's move on. So I watched um, Adele on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. And she looked fantastic and she was beautiful either way. So I want to make sure I put that out there, but she does look great. Uh, I felt that the show, I mean, it's been like this for a while now, but it was super political. Like the whole, the weekend update is completely political. And um, I just feel like it's, I don't know. They were, like, wishing death on Trump, and then that's just, like, weird to me. I think wishing death on anybody is weird, and especially over politics. It's just... I mean, if you're going to write a joke, you know, write it and make it funny. But I just feel like a lot of it's, like, sloppy. Because there's, like, good political humor. It's not my bag, but if you can make it funny, make it funny. I just don't like it. It's just... It's more like insults. So, I mean... Like, a joke is a joke. But if it's just like, eh, I don't like this person, blah, 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 blah. For anybody. I just... I don't like that. Because, like I said, I'm not... I'm not looking for that. Like, and it, like I, I admired they had the first... I think they had the opening sketch. It was like... It may have been... No, I don't think they did any... I think two weeks ago they did, um... Trump and Biden. And that was... That was pretty interesting. I actually like that. So... But getting back on track here, it's been a political episode. I don't like that. So, and then also, but it's cool. I saw online, like everybody was very, you know, a lot of people were very supportive of like Adele and it was cool to see like the body positive kind of comments. Like she was, you know, she looks great now, but she also looked great before. And I think it's important that we like normalize all bodies, sell all sizes and have inclusion for everyone and make them feel comfortable when they enter a store because when I go to forever 21 I'm ready to bust out all their clothes like a forever 21 medium is for like a small child and then you have me trying to fit in a medium dress and I near Chinese finger trap myself and almost called the police it's great, honestly, that they have stores for like plus size, but I, I mean, there, there should be that option everywhere. I don't understand why it's not. What's the problem with that? Just because society makes it like you have to look this way and that's the acceptable way and they're not even going to like cater to anybody else. I think that that's very wrong because everybody looks different. Everybody has, you know, different lifestyle choices. Everybody is born different. You know, everybody's body is different. So I just don't understand why that's not, it's not accepted. And that said, you know, it's just so superficial. The looks are the most important in the society. And I like, like in, in TV, this is a sarcastic, like, I don't like this, but in TV and in movies, why is it that anybody that is, that has a little bit of weight on them, they're automatically the butt of the joke or the one that is like the outcast of the group Or they have their character is going to be focused on as the character that has something wrong with their weight. Like, why can't they just be a human? Why can't they just be a normal person? The weight bias in the society is insane to me. Like, think of one person has a little bit of weight on them, right? That is in a lead role on a television show or in a movie. That's not a comedic role. And isn't... Like, the reason they're in the show or the movie is because they're going to focus on their weight. Give me, name me one person. I'll wait. There's none. And I like that some people's argument is like, oh, but that's not a, it's not a healthy lifestyle. We shouldn't be showing that to our kids, this, this, and that. Okay, but you have movies about people killing each other, people selling drugs, so that's okay and that's okay to write about but having weight on you is like villainized vanilla vanilla iced vanilla but sorry i got a little sidetrack there but honestly and also like just think about the gym commercials like when they i, I forget what the one with the mirror So only thin people work out? Like, how is there not one person there that has some weight on them? Not one person. What? And I know, you know, thin people work out. You know, people that are in great shape work out, of course. But you also have a lot of people going there to lose weight. I mean, why isn't that being shown? It's... And then if you're if you're supposedly overweight, and I'm doing air quotes right now, you're lazy, you're not good enough, you're slow, you're, you're like viewed as less than a person. And that's, it's so disturbing to me. Like you're not, you'll never be good enough. And that's so sad that like that is literally we're talking about somebody weighing more or less than you that makes them less or more of a person. So I just hope, I really hope that changes in society as well because it shouldn't be like, people shouldn't be scoffed at or like, oh, or, or, you know, like, or if one person wears something and another person wears something, oh, she shouldn't be wearing that. She's this, this weight. She's that weight. Like, how about, you know, you don't have to be attracted to you know, different types of people, but it shouldn't be scoffed at or looked at as they shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that because you look like that. And I just, I think it's so important for everyone to just try to accept one another, whether it be weight or color of your skin. It's just, you know, hating people. It's, it's just so, so out of style, so old, you know, and you only hurt yourself doing that. But yeah, that just that really bothers me. That really bothers me because these people don't get you know the respect or like how how do you not have an opportunity because oh you're 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 twenty pounds more than what we wanted sorry like and it's also okay like to have somebody in mind that you want but the fact that you're gonna like judge somebody's talent based on what they look like is yeah I just hope that changes. Because you shouldn't have to go to a separate store to get plus-size clothing. And it shouldn't just be Fat Amy and the woman from This Is Us on television. You know, let people show their talents. And let's not just see their weight and then just already decide that they're not worthy of this position or this magazine cover all of our stories are important. So I'm going to move on. Yeah. This has just been like a really dreary episode. I feel bad. I mean, I'm just like railing and, but this stuff is important to me. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to, sp- to speak about it. And yeah, so we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on to something more lighthearted. And also I love like Adele is so quirky Like in the way she acts and the way she talks. And my favorite sketch of the night was the Bachelor sketch where she actually sang and that's what I was waiting for. But overall, I think it was a really good episode. And I think like as of late, it's been the host makes or breaks the show. So I think that she did a very good job. And there were a few times where I really laughed. But yeah, my favorite was definitely the Bachelor sketch. So if you haven't seen that and you like her music, it is highly entertaining. I give that sketch a 10 of 10. Boo. Let's get into the spooky stuff. I have a lot of Halloween stuff to talk about. Right there I sounded like I was going to say cool dude right after that. But it's spooky season, so I want to talk about some of my favorite Halloween moments. I have quite a few. I remember they had a haunted walk through at a movie theater near my house and it was awesome. Like they made the whole movie theater like a walkthrough. So some guy was chasing us up and down the steps with like a knife. And there was this like maze thing that they set up, but it was pitch black. It was just like all wooden panels and you had to like feel your way out in the darkness and you couldn't see a thing. And it was me and my friends and we were all circling around the same area for like a good five minutes. And then the person was like, Move this way to the left. And then we all started moving to the right. And they're like, no, my left. So we were just trifling around in that wooden box for like five minutes. And I think the lady even pushed us out. She even pushed us out. And speaking of being pushed, I remember I went to... Disney World, maybe three or four years ago, and we went to the Star Wars area. And those little shadow creatures that dress in the brown cloaks with the two like yellow eyes. I remember, I remember I was trying to take a picture with one of those little things, and they make weird noises like, meep, 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 you know, like, R- relax, relax. I don't know what you're talking about, but relax. And I wanted a picture with that thing so bad. So me and my friends cornered it and I grabbed it to take a picture, but not like in an aggressive way. It was just like, you know, like a light putting my arm around their shoulder, like very tentative too, because I know there are people under there. So I don't like to get, you know, Hey, come here, you know, and just grab them. I don't do that kind of stuff. But I finally got it to where I was holding, just holding its shoulder. And the thing pushed me violently, almost to the ground and then ran away, scurried away and went and then ran away. So, I mean, to this day, I, I cannot believe that that thing did that. Like, I don't know if they're aggressive in the movie or whatever, but I thought that thing was going to shank me. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. A little scary, because I thought, I thought it was going to go down in the Disney World Star Wars section. And just to clarify, I asked for a picture a few times, and I thought we were playing this fun game where the thing would run away... So we started chasing it, and then that's when she got violent, or he—I don't know who was under there—but that bleep, 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 was very aggressive. Yeah, we got out of that uh, wooden, wooden darkness. We got out of there, got chased down the steps. Uh, also, well, this wasn't on Halloween, but it was on Valentine's Day. That's what I got chased with the chainsaw. I mean, I was thinking they should actually have, like, actual haunted houses. Like, I think that would be really cool, like, in, you know, not even rich neighborhoods. Actually, any neighborhood. Because I was thinking rich neighborhoods, like, mansions. That would be cool to do, like, a haunted walkthrough. But then you have to, like, trust people. And then that's when bad things happen. That's when, like, just people with bad intentions, it just, it just wouldn't work. But that would be cool if, like, we lived in a perfect world and everybody was a good person. And they could just, like, decorate their houses and you walk through. Like, I would love going house to house and walking through people's backyards and their bathrooms and their kitchens and it's all like halloweened up i think that would be so cool but you know nowadays you gotta hide your kids hide your wife so you don't even know you can't trust you can't trust anybody um i remember sleepy hollow i also got chased with a knife there you know i've been chased with a knife a lot in my life yeah and then at sleepy hollow they have um that's where um Rockefeller. that's what my dad says to me he's like what do you think i am Rockefeller?" Because, you know, if I want like food or something and he has to pay for it when I was younger, what am I, Rockefeller? If I always wanted like the, the, the deluxe hamburger or something. Um, so, yeah, Rockefeller, we went to his catacomb or whatever. He was like in his own like little building and he had all of the religious signs there because if one religion didn't accept them he was hoping another one would and then that's also where the lady the infamous lady that passed away and she gave all of her belongings and money to her cat or her dog she was buried there and then they gave us like a lantern with uh it was lit not how the kids say it lit like with fire and we would walk around so that was cool and I also did the New York parade one year and two years ago, I went to see the new Halloween in, mo- in the movie theaters. And, spoiler alert, you know, how is he not dead? How is he not dead? How many times is he going to die in the movies and then he's alive? You know, how many times can his spirit go into another person? Or, I mean, that's what I'm assuming happened. You know what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. And in this case, it's just me. But how is he not dead... And Jamie Lee Curtis, I love that woman. I think she's extremely talented and she's an icon. Freaky Friday, opening that fortune cookie. Next thing you know, she's 17 years old. But, I mean, how long is this going to go on? Like, I've seen that she signed to more movies. Like, she's like 80 years old. And like I said, I love her. I'm not ripping her. But it's just, somebody's got to go here. It has to be her or it has to be him. One of them got to go. And I hate to say it, I think the movie, that franchise is now at the point where if she goes, it'll be a more interesting plot line. It'll be a more interesting ending if Jamie Lee Curtis goes. And that says a lot. I mean, because if he dies, it's like, oh, yeah. He's just going to come back as like a dog or something. He's going to come back. Or he's just hiding in the basement. Or there's like five of them apparently of him. But her it's like damn there's only one Jamie Lee Curtis. And if she's done. That's it. You know. That's the end. That's really the end. And I think you would really shock a lot of people. People would be like oh my god. You know I thought he was going to die. she dies. Wow. And then it, would finally, it would finally add some zest. And some final zest to the movie. And then they could end it. And you don't need to know what happens to him. Because Jamie Lee Curtis won't be there anymore. And that movie is Jamie Lee Curtis. Her and her Activia commercials. Activia! Dun-dun-dun. I think that they should. That would be awesome if they just the next movie. It wasn't her character. Jamie Lee Curtis's character. But her Activia character. And just he hates yogurt. And just wants to just end it. You know? And just end the commercial franchise. Like that would be fantastic. You know, just just for the fact that she, you know, sells yogurt that helps with anal health. And he just can't stand that. The fact that she stands for anal health. I just think that would be, I think that's what that franchise needs. Anal health. Like, hey sir, I have a coupon for a buy one yogurt. I have a, uh, this helps with your uh, reproductive, your, I mean, your esoph- esophagus and your, your femur bones. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. I actually, uh, it's buy one, get one free. Oh, we have a new flavor, raspberry, cranberry, and it's a bunch of, um, diuretics to help you. And it's good for people 50 years and, and honestly, he's definitely over 50 years old. So this, it could work, honestly. If she were to sell yogurt to him and then he wants to kill her because he its he's obsessed with killing Jamie Lee Curtis, even in her Activia form, but then they actually become friends because he has, like, issues, you know, that he needs solved, like, physically, not mentally, but actually physically, and they become cool, and that's how it ends. Like, in my mind, it doesn't get better than that, and why not use her Activia character like, if you know and love Jamie Lee Curtis, you love her. And Activia, dun, dun, dun. like, I mean, in this case, that happened for a reason. And she's badass and all. I mean, they put her in, like, a gunmetal vest and ca- uh cargo shorts. But just bring me back. Bring me back Activia, Jamie Lee Curtis. And let's, I mean, how can even a psycho, how can you not like that? How can you not get along with her? She just cares about her own and your asshole health. I made that up. Asshole. Not asshole, but asshole. She only cares about your asshole health. Your your asshole health. So, I mean, how can you not like that? She's looking out for you. And that's no joke. People like to ignore, like, you know, the ass and say, oh, no, no, no. But bad things can happen. And if you don't get checked, you get wrecked. So this can be good for everyone. And I think it could spread a lot of awareness. I've also been to a lot of eerie places. Um, I saw the Halloween, um, the Halloween house. That was awesome. That's in California. I've also, um, this is non, like, horror movie related. This is real life. But, um, where JFK got shot in Texas, you can, like, feel it there. Like, you can feel, you just feel, like, if you could feel the evil that was done there, that somebody died there, you can feel that. We went to, there's the area of Wisconsin where, like, Jeffrey Dahmer was, and they tore down, like, where he lived, but it's just... It's just, it's a very, just sad sight to see. And there was also this time where me and my family went to, like, this house. It's supposedly, like, an actual, like, a for-real haunted house. Not, like, a, like a walkthrough, like, a for-real one. And this one woman, like, killed herself in the bat- the bathtub. And, like they said, you could stand in there and you feel... Like you'll feel something and then I went in there and I felt like a pressure on my chest and that's what they said you would feel like a pressure on your chest and I felt that like I couldn't breathe so yeah I I believe in that I believe in that stuff and if you go to some of these places you'll feel like the energy there so that's it's scary and it's just you know it helps you understand what happened in these places. And also, I also felt that with the 9-11 museum, too. It's just, you feel that, that presence. And that's just, like, just sad. Like, overwhelmingly sad. And you feel that, that pain there. I mean, not the pain that, you know... You just you just feel a pain for all of these people. And just, you feel so... When I came out of there, I felt, like, so drained. and Yeah, I was crying in there. There's just a lot of sad things, but... I mean, it just makes you... Like really grateful for the sacrifices that a lot of these people made and how a lot of people came together after that disaster. So wow, this is just like a really sad, I went in a really sad direction. So I'm going to turn this around, turn this train around. It's never too late. Let's talk about costumes. I remember when I was a child, I was a cyborg alien. That's as early as it goes back for me. I wanted to be a cyborg alien it was like an alien body. It was like from Party City and it was like a plastic alien body, a robot body. And then it was like an alien's face with like one eye, but it was like metal. Yeah. And then I was like, I was a tomboy as a child and I'm still like a tomboy today. Like I love sports and, you know, you'll always, you'll catch me in like sweatpants and a baggy, uh, a ba- baggy, a baggy sweater. Like that's just my look. That's my go-to. I remember I was Spongebob and I wore like a skirt, you know, that's a rarity because the only time I wore a skirt was when I was in Catholic school. And then when I was Hillary Clinton, not on purpose by accident, um, I was a hippie. I wore like a tie dye shirt and I had like a headband. And last year I was Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction and I remember we went out and we did karaoke and there was this girl that went before us and she sang Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. She's like, caught in a bad romance. Oh. like she was really theatrical, like how I did it. And I was like, she's not going to get like a, a good reception. Like I was clapping because I'm a good sport and I think... That I thought it was good, but these people literally leapt out of their seats for her. And I was like, well, this is great, then. We have a good crowd because we were next. And it was me and my wig and my other friends. And we went up there and we sang Show Me Love. And I was out there, I was like, yeah yeah like I was dead serious like I was going for American Idol 2020 the championship and people were like watching us quizzically as we were doing it so I was like you know maybe they're just holding all of their excitement till the end and when the end came it was silent it was like you could hear a pin drop and I don't understand it like we went up there with confidence I went up there with soul and with passion and these people look like they saw a like a natural like like a, like a like a if a huge fire engulfed an area like that's what people look like they saw like shocked and maybe slightly horrified but i i just it's still it still hurts till today and I had a friend that like was there, she, her, one of, somebody she knows works there and she was there and she was like, was that you in the wig? And I was like, yeah, we sang Show Me Love. And then she was like, even silence from her. And then she said she clapped, but I didn't hear any claps. You could hear a pin drop in that place. And that's also when my wig almost fell off on the one and nine. And if you don't know the local one, the, the one and nine, that's like a local highway. That's my local highway. So I almost lost my wig because it was windy and rainy. And it almost fell off. Even Mother Nature was against us that night. I'm sorry. I just, I get like flashbacks, like black and white flashbacks of me singing Show Me Love at the bar. And then I I remember I even had dance moves that went along with it as well. And I just, it was not appreciated. Like even it was more, it was like hated really. Like not even appreciated where it was like, eh. People, like you could just tell like people were like, physically angry and I don't understand and I don't think I'll ever understand you know what I love people that really take the time to like decorate their houses because it really makes it different for the kids so that's beautiful to do that and I remember when I was younger and younger meaning like literally three years ago like 21 22 me and my father and my sister would go trick-or-treating but then we would go trick-or-treating in rich neighborhoods because in rich neighborhoods they give like full candy bars full candy bars and sometimes you get like like bubbles we got like ice cream bubbles we got um you know because in my neighborhood like I think I got a dollar once I think I got popcorn in a bag like a ziploc bag and then you can't you never know what people are doing with that stuff. Because if they're making their own Halloween stuff, it's like, hmm. So, I think I still the popcorn. So, it wasn't poison because I'm alive. But I remember one time we rang somebody's doorbell like we're like, and this, this place had no decorations. But, I mean, we're in it for the candy. So, I mean, if we can get candy out of anywhere, we're going to do it. Me and my family, we're going to do it. And then this guy, we like completely caught him off guard. He was like, uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. Just wait one second. And then he closed the door. And then he ran back and he gave us a bag, like a supermarket, like large bag of chips and a liter of soda. And I'll never forget that. And I think he also gave us like a box of crackers. And I love that. I think I like, and I'll never forget that. And it was definitely like more about the, the sentiment. Not the sentiment, like I said last time, not the dirt, the sentiment that he. Wanted to make sure he gave us something. So he gave us some of his groceries. And. I remember. And this was. Yeah. That was only a few years ago. And then my dad. Would go in a Batman mask. And he would say that it's for the. He would bring a bag. And he would say it's for the little one at home. And it wasn't for the little one at home. It was for him. It was for him. So. And then also, I was a hot dog for like three years. I wore that hot dog suit to my first college party. And this is where the story becomes legend. This is the infamous story of the hot dog suit. The legend of the hot dog suit. So... I wore that costume for like three or four years. I was getting my money's worth. I did the hotline bling dance and that in my school's, my college's parking lot. People enjoyed that. I wore it when I went trick-or-treating with my family. And me and my sister are both way past their trick-or-treating age. But free is free. So we are in there. And speaking of free, I remember I went to Chipotle in that hot dog suit. And they were like yeah, you get, a uh, the first, like, I thought it was free burrito with a hot dog suit. So I was already out of the hot dog suit because it was later on Halloween and it was in the car. And then I dressed back in the hot dog suit, walked in there and said, all right, I'm ready for my free burrito. And they said, no, you only get $5 off. And then I ripped it off in there. I ripped off my costume in the Chipotle. And then, uh, this is when we were trick-or-treating in the rich neighborhood and I rang the doorbells like trick-or-treat because I look like the most childish one, I guess, in my family. So then I went up to the, the doorbell, I rang it. And then there was like a man and he wasn't even like senile. He was just old. And he was like, here you go, little boy. And I was like, little boy. Or he was like, little fella. He was like, here you go, little fella. And I was like, little fella, I'm a girl. And he was like, sure. Yeah. And then he like hit my bun. Not, not my buns, my bun, like on the top of my head. And he like patted my head and I said, I'm a girl. And I showed my hair and then he was like, sure. Yeah. And then he closed the door. And then there was a family with a child and he was a hot dog and I ran up to him and I was like, oh my God, you're a hot dog too. And I was like going for the hug because it was just so cool that this child was a hot dog. But then I realized it doesn't look great that I'm running up to people's children and trying to hug them in a hot dog suit and I'm in a hot dog suit. And then the mother was like, Timmy, stay away. So... Stay away from the girl in the hot dog suit. That's that's what seems to be the trend. So, I also, I rolled down a hill and said I've fallen and I can't get up in the hot dog suit. That's from Life Alert. I don't think old people falling is funny in the slightest. That doesn't make me laugh at all. It's just the way that they did the commercials. And that sounds really awful too, now that I'm like saying it out loud. But the commercials are sorta of kinda of funny. Not the old people falling, but the acting. Help! I've fallen. I can't get up. You know? Um not old people falling. So please don't don't tell the newspapers and don't tell your friends that I think old people falling is funny, because I don't think that's funny. But yeah, I did that reenactment and then like a huge storm came and me and my family went to the Olive Garden. And I got 15 pounds of candy that year and that, I mean, what else do you want at 22 years old Hmm? other than 15 pounds of candy? So then this is where the story gets interesting with the hot dog suit. So I wore that hot dog suit. I, you know, I use this hot dog suit a lot. I was getting my money's worth. My mother paid a decent amount for the hot dog suit. I'm not going to have it go to waste. There's tons of uses. So... I wore the hot dog suit to City Field when the Mets were in the World Series, I think four or five years ago. The Mets lost, which, you know, it is what it is. They disappoint me sometimes, a lot of the time, but I still love them. You cut my arm, I bleed red, but I tell people I bleed blue and orange. Okay. So I, this is where, this is where it gets fuzzy for me. I wore the hot dog suit to the World Series. That was, it was either the day before or after Halloween. I think it was the day before Halloween. I wore it to the World Series thinking, sweet, I wear this hot dog suit. They show me on TV. I become viral, which is one of my dreams. I become famous. And that's it. And I thoroughly, I completely, 100% believe that. So I'm wearing my North Face, it was freezing, and then a hot dog suit over it. Nobody else was dressed up, only me. I, and then after that, I don't remember what happened to it. I didn't wear it to the World Series when I was sitting down. So I don't know if I changed in the bathroom and I lost my hot dog suit at City Field, But if it's not there, then where? Because how do you lose a five foot hot dog suit in your room? So it's still gone to this day. And if you have any information, please let me know. Because I've been looking for that hot dog suit for three years now. Because I had so many more things I wanted to do with that hot dog suit. So much more use to get out of it. So, that makes me sad. Because, I mean, there's so many fun opportunities. You could even just wear a hot dog suit for fun. Like, you could just have a drink with the girls or the lads. And you just drink and you're in a hot dog suit and who knows what can happen. I mean, I think that really opens things up to where more interesting things could happen. And I also wanted to, like, go in places and act 100% serious in the hot dog suit And see how people would react. And like even if they were to tell me. Hey you have like a hot dog suit. Or why are you wearing a hot dog suit? I'd be like what are you talking about? Just like be delusional about it. But I guess that's going to have to happen when I find it. And it's been years. And I don't know how I lost such a large item in my room. But if it's even in my room. By now. A city field janitor could have my suit. And who knows what they could be doing with that. Who knows. So. I mean if I could be anything. Like I think being like I would want to go all out like if I had all the money in the world if I had all the money in the world I could be a lucky girl if I was a rich girl no 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 so if I was a rich girl I would want to like go all out I would get makeup prosthetics I would like to do like a full transformation like I think I would want to be like I would I would I would love to see what I would look like as a man like as I guess a normal man and then maybe like a post Malone and like with tattoos and stuff like that because if I'm just like a normal man I'll just look like like Eminem you know if it's going to be like in the the rap realm So just be like you know what are you just Eminem or you mean you're just like a normal man because he doesn't have any like identifiable features you know unlike Post Malone. I think that would be cool like to put all the face tats. I've always wanted to do like be somebody where I could put the tattoos on my face because I also wanted to see what that would look like. But I've also wanted to always be Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill because I love that movie and I love her character. I I would like to be Alyssa from The End of the Effing World. I love that show. Love her character. That show was life-changing. I would... I, I recommend it. 10 out of 10. And I was Mia Wallace last year from Pulp Fiction. And I remember... Speaking of, like, the whole weight bias thing. Um, I remember I, I would tell myself, like, Oh, I'll just wait till I'm, like, this weight and then I'll be that. So I could look, like, better or this way. And it's just, like, that's such a ridiculous way to think you know you're beautiful just the way you are so go out and have fun and don't wait until you're this or that or just go out be yourself do what makes you happy and you don't need to be at a certain weight to be happy or to be fulfilled it's all within you and yeah, and I remember I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to go out, have a good time, enjoy myself, and I loved how it came out. I loved how I looked. So, yeah, you know, just, you know, I, I realize, you know, a lot of the tel- a lot of the time I put myself in a box and you know, you take a lot of things away from yourself by doing that. So, you know, don't be afraid to do what makes you happy. You know, and if you love it, that that's what it's worth. You got to do it for yourself. So, Yes, I was her last year and you know, I would also like to be like a gremlin, you know Like that would be cool. Like just like full prosthetic Like I want to be completely irrecognizable or like a foreign object like a sponge You know, but just like not like with a face just an actual sponge Ooh or alien or like one of those things where like I blend in with the wall I just think that would be really interesting and I could just scare people So I like I want to do like a complete transformation like if I had if I had all the money in the world no, 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 I would be. I would like to do something like that, where I could be fully transformed. You know, I'm more about the what is that or who is that, versus the sexy clown or sexy shower curtain or sexy Tangelo. And then this year's costume, I'll talk about on next episode. On the next episode, also what I what my plans are for this Halloween, I will speak about that next week. So prepare yourself and if you can guess what I'm going to be for Halloween, you're going to get nothing. But I mean, it would be awesome if you did guess because it's not, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, I think a lot of people will do it, but I don't think it's going to be like a really known kind of thing. But yeah, if you can guess, let me know. It's from a show that I love. And that's all I'm going to tell you because I'm not trying to let everybody know. And I watched Goodnight Mommy and that movie, I heard about that when uh, Joe Rogan and Post Malone were talking about some things on their podcast and they were talking about, you know, movies and stuff like that. And they were speaking about that. And then me and my sister watched it and it's these like two little german boys and their mother and their mother is like she has her complete face wrapped up because she got some kind of surgery and the boy the boys are questioning if that's their mother or not because she's acting weird ever since she got the surgery so they think she's a monster and that's not their mother And you just don't know which side like who's right who's wrong what's going on here it's a really it's a creepy movie it's it's really it's like disturbing like I wouldn't watch it by yourself I wouldn't watch it in a dark room like it's really disturbing especially because like kids are involved but it reminds me of like hereditary and midsummer it's similar to that kind of like format Where it's just like what and it's really like graphic just you really don't know what's going on until like the end and things sort of kind of make sense but really don't in some ways still but yeah there's some demented things that go on in that movie so I'm not gonna spoil it for you if you're into those movies that I mentioned before I highly recommend because it's interesting um and the ending's really cool because you're like wait That happened, but oh no, this really happened. So it's one of those, it's one of those like a double take. I also went for, went out for free tacos because uh, Mookie Betts stole a base. And that's interesting because LA won with the LA Dodgers, baseball, won with no fans. So that's just, you know, I don't think anybody... Any team ever has won the World Series with no fans. So that was history. That was made. So, I mean, that was... Wow. And Moogie Betts stole a base because I'm not an LA Dodger fan, but, uh, you know, good for them. You know, I don't hate them. There's certain teams I hate. Yankees yeah, and Phillies. Phillies. Um, but them I don't hate. So, my grandmother liked them, so I won't hate them. But Mookie Bet stole a base, long story short. So, everybody gets a free Doritos Locos taco. So, I shove my sister in my car. She's a vegetarian. But she's not, like, weird around me. It's not, now this sounds awful. It sounds like I'm, like, forcing, torturing my sister to, like, go with me to Taco Bell. That's not the case. She's fine with me. She just doesn't eat it. So, not fine with it. I mean, she doesn't like it. But, I mean, she doesn't get, like, bothered, you know, being around it. So, I shoved her in my car. And so I would get two free tacos because when free is free, you got to, you got to expand on that. So I told her, you know, if you come with me, I'll get the free taco and I'll buy you a Bahama Blast because she likes those. It's like the Sprite Blast, whatever it is. It's called Bahama Blast or something like that because it's, they add flavoring or coloring to it. And I was so excited about these free tacos. I was like, can I get a Bahama Breeze? That's not even a drink. That's literally the The restaurant chain. The restaurant franchise. And I was so excited that when I received my tacos I said goodnight. And it was 12 noon. It was 12 noon. And my car bottomed down on the curb. So I was just so excited that I stepped on it. It looked like I robbed a bank or something. That reminds me of... I only popped my tire once in my car because Honda has... Honda Gang... Honda Gang die. I remember in in school, people would say, Taylor Ganger die and Taylor Ganger kill yourself. And I, what? You know, like, why were people saying that? It has to do with Wiz Khalifa. He's Taylor Gang. I don't know what that means. I guess he wears Chuck Taylors, the shoes, but Taylor Ganger kill myself. What? And people would say that to me. They would come right up to my face and say that. And I would be like. All right, then Taylor gang, whatever, you know, so yeah, and then I, um, where is I even going with that? Oh, yeah, Honda, Hondas have good tires. I know my Honda does. I got a Glock in my Honda. Yeah, Hondas have good tires. And I remember, uh, there was Beyonce song on the radio. That was the 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven. That song, it was something like that has an 11 in it. And I liked that song at the time. And... I got so excited that I stepped on my gas and I was making a U-turn into a spot and I went right up the curb and destroyed my tire and the rim. And I cried because that's never happened before to me in my car. So I had to get everything changed after that. But that was uh, quite, quite a disaster. So, you know, and if you're not listening to this at 12 noon, good night. Because... Of the whole Taco Bell thing. So. You may be. Or you may not be listening to this at night. So. Either way good night. Because you know what I mean. And. Remember last week. Before I end it. Remember last week when I. Was telling you about. The Navy texting me. And Sergeant Phillips. Calling me. And trying to convert me into being a naval officer or a naval novice, a naval beginner. And I told him, sir, sir, I never, I never gave my phone number out to the Navy. Respectfully, I don't want to join the Navy. And I had a long talk with him and I had to tell him why. And like, we're on good terms, but I had to let him know that's just not, you need to be mentally committed for that. And I'm not mentally or physically for that matter, committed to being in the Navy. Like God bless your soul if you serve, but I mean, you, you gotta be, that can't just be like, yeah, I'll take this job at ShopRite. I mean, it's not, it's not that. And I'm not, that's not a bad thing about ShopRite, but it's like, you know, there's some, you know, there's some space to move around there at ShopRite. If you don't like it, you like, I mean, with the Navy, it's like, when that cock doodle doo goes off, you're 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 out. You're out of bed. You know when the sergeant says drop me twenty, you know you're dropping him forty. When he says do a pull up, you can't say oh I have SpongeBob arms I can't. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So I had to tell him. I had to set him straight. But remember I told you I was, I was talking about the Navy, ad nauseum for for a short amount of time, and now I'm getting ads for the Navy. Do you believe it? I got a bunch of ads on my social medias for the Navy. So, your phone is always listening. And that's not conspiracy. That's facts. Say Bahamas, 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 Bahamas every day to your phone five times. You're going to get some things about the Bahamas. In your email or on your socials. So I'm telling you now. And you know, I'm sorry Sergeant Bobby, but I'm not ready And I'll never be ready. But. That's just me. Add catchy theme song here. Like if I were in like a sitcom. But thank you so much for sticking with me. It's been. It's been a. At times. Serious. And sad podcast. But I hope I was able to make you laugh. Gotta be able to speak my mind. And I won't ever hold back on this podcast. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for sticking with me. And I will catch you next week. Bye, cousins.